Welcome, baseball fans. It is time for the Running the Bases podcast. I'm Tucker Wells, joined as always by Coach Jordan Bounds. Coach, how are you, good sir? Pretty good, Tucker. How are you doing? Oh, I am doing well. I'm doing well. Uh, we are officially a week into the hot stove season, and thus begins our six-week look uh, going division by division at the hot stove needs of the teams of Major League Baseball. But we would be remiss not to start out by saying uh, something to about Tommy Hansen. News broke last night that uh, he was in a coma and passed away from catastrophic organ failure. Uh, that's a new one to me. Coach, your reaction when you heard this news? Uh, it was that I haven't heard enough. I mean, there's got to be more to this. He's 29 years old. He was an athlete. You know, there there seems like there was, uh, there had to be something else involved. It's really a shame because in everybody that has talked of Tommy Hansen has always talked of him as being one of the good guys. Yeah, yeah. I, it was known that he was one of the good guys. And, and you know, I, I think... Back to 2009, 2010, Braves had missed the playoffs for several years, uh, and he was really at the forefront. He was the spark of that mini revival. If Wren had brought him up at the beginning of the season, uh, and so I forgot the left-handed, that guy who was oh, like, Jojo yeah, Reyes. Yeah, who lost uh, seven games real quick. Uh, if yeah. Hansen had started, two of those games were in the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. Um, he we w- didn't want to give him more money. My goodness, huh? Oh, no, that would have been bad. Um, yeah. We, we wanted to have him all five years of his service time, even though we traded him after three. Right, yeah. Well, that's the thing. He's a shooting star in his career and sadly now in life. But, you know, that, that arm fell apart. Yeah. You know, it's too bad. But I will remember, you know, I mean, we such as it is with any professional athlete, movie star, you name it public figure you know we get well um we feel like we know them um but definitely all of our thoughts and prayers go out to him and his family and close friends so um so yeah and and far too soon 29 years old yeah that's just it was tragic so but now we talk about baseball and we talk about baseball because that's what we do and that is the great link between us all and and it's a good thing and so here we go so it's the first week, and uh, for our first stop on our six-week tour of the divisions, we're going to American League West. So, Coach, um, you look at this division, two teams go to the playoffs from this division. Uh, at the beginning of the year of 2015, it was thinking that the Mariners and the Angels were legit. They were not. Houston seems to be ahead of schedule. Texas overperformed. And then there's Oakland. So... So let's start with uh, the wild card Houston Astros. Um, what do you see for their uh, for their hot stove season? They're on the brink now, you know, of being a consistent playoff team. I think they will invest. Uh, they are pretty much. I mean, they have money to invest. What they really need is a left-handed bat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Altuve, Springer, Gomez, Carrera, they're all right-handed, and they need some balance in the uh, in in their lineup. They also need a left fielder. Uh, Colby Rasmus uh, isn't going to be back. You don't think uh, he'll, there's any chance he comes oh, back? There, there's a chance, but mm-hmm. uh, I think he'll make more otherwise uh, elsewhere. I mean, I see them go – they need – they still need – back of the bullpen help uh and they need um a and they need a left-handed bat uh, preferably a left fielder 
I don't see them making a big splash. I see them getting a couple of mid-range free agents. They're not going to give up or trade any of their young talent. I don't see it. Yeah. Well, they're going to lose, um, you know, for a bullpen that was leaking oil like a drum on the way out. They lose four of their key uh, relief pitchers. I don't know if you can call those key relief pitchers now after their performance. This is true. Last couple of months, (laughs) you know. Yeah, but I mean, you know, that's four four arms that were at least established that they have to replace. Um, and then, Bullpen, you know, bullpen pitchers are such a crapshoot. Even the great ones, uh, I mean, in in the past, the Sparky Lyles and the Tug McGraws, they were like every other year. Yeah, you know, it was. Uh, you know, I don't know if it was from use or what, but. Yeah, well, do you think, I mean, do you personally believe, since we're in a such a bullpen era, I mean, you know, just see the Royals in their last two years, mm-hmm. um, do you, if you were a general manager, would you lean towards developing a starter or just finding your closer bullpen uh, within your organization, or would you look to spend money in free agency? Because you see a lot of people now spending money in free agency on closers in particular, and then it almost always seems to be a bust. I, I would just look for good young arms that are price controlled. Yeah. You know, uh, I mean, there's so many people that are throwing serious cheese that uh, you can, you know, you should luck into a couple. It seems like you should. <laughs> right. Yeah. But in general, so you're, because it, it is hot stove. I if you're making I, free agent moves, would you allocate money towards For, toward veteran bullpen pitchers? I mm-hmm. would allocate money to left-handers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the your left-handed relief pitcher that comes in and just faces left-handers, they seem to be a little more consistent, even though they're usually personality-wise the least consistent. But uh, I mean, these guys that are j- these right-handers that are just coming in and throwing, you know, a hundred and two. I don't know how, you know, that's it's hard to put a lot of faith in that. And in terms of paying them a lot of money, though, generally you don't have to because they haven't had a long enough career to, you know, warrant a lot of money. Yeah. They're usually out of there, you know, in four years or so. Look at how many relief pitchers have been studs for the Dodgers in the last 20 years. Yeah. You know, and they're not there, you know, four years later. Yeah. And we look at the Giants too, you know. Four or three championships, each one featured a different, you know, closer. So um, on the starting pitching side, they lose. uh, Well, Casimir is a free agent. Do you see Casimir coming back? I think that's that's probably going to be their biggest investment. I I can't see them losing Casimir at this time. And uh, odds that Houston, you know, they've, they've said. Given the the goodwill that they have from uh, uh, exceeding expectations last year, and really they're six outs away from the league right, championship right, right. series, were not for said bullpen. Um, they're willing to spend money. That's what right, they're they're right. saying. They're publicly. the only team in the division that is. Yeah. Um, do you think a, a Cueto or a Grinky or a Zimmerman, any of the big big names, end up in Houston? Boy, wouldn't they like to have David Price? Uh, the, so uh, would anybody, <laughs> right? Uh, I, I I think Cueto uh, and Zimmerman are both going to have to wait till the top of the. Uh, I mean, they're going to be like the second year. They got to wait and see where 
Price and uh, who's the other guy? Uh, uh, Grinky. Yeah, Grinky uh, end up. Uh, then, then they sign. Um, you know, do could Houston do this? Yes, they've gone after some big name free agents recently and haven't been able to sign them. Uh, they need something else. They have money. Uh, I do think they need a left-handed bat more than they need a starting pitcher right now. And they they've got to they've got to address the bullpen. You know, they may yeah. be going after some of the higher name uh, bullpen uh, people in the bullpen. Yeah. And perhaps a trade. I mean, it, it, kind of a interesting thing broke that Brian Cashman, of, yeah. of all people, said that he would he would entertain offers for Andrew Miller, right, to trade, right. considering they have Batances up there. So that that might be a piece they could trade for. I so. think I know where uh, a place Andrew Miller may end up. Oh, all right, it's teasing the future. Yes. All right. Well, let's slide over now to the uh, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. They finished third. Um, just a game back of Houston, so they were in it till the end. Big, big news, though. Albert Pujols, foot surgery. Um, he is in doubt for opening day, to say the least. This they have, is, I forgot his name, but they have a guy that they figure is their first baseman of the future. They're not going to go out and trade for one. Right. But, you know, there there, there goes a big bat, and he had uh, he had a – well, I mean, there goes. He, he's – he he could come back and so he's had this foot problem forever for forever yeah i mean uh i think the angels are really an interesting team to watch because uh epler the new gm is a combination analytics guy and old school baseball guy and i think that after what happened in uh san diego and some things like this i think that is uh a that is more the wave of the future, this kind of combination person. Sure. He is saddled, though, with they're only like $20 million away, something like this, from the luxury tax thing. And they're not going to go over that. And they don't uh, – they, they're already losing a couple of uh, free agents. And, um, the, you know, it's, if they're making any moves, they're going to be somewhat minor moves. Yeah. And, it's, and they've got to look for more pitching. Yeah, it always seems to be the Angels. Yeah, well, going through the some of the key position free agents, David Freeze is a free agent, right. and uh, he was not tendered. Yeah, he was not. Um, they uh, David DeJesus, his club option was declined. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Chris Iannetta, he he was uh, by all accounts a. a, a wet noodle is that the right you know he couldn't hit water from the boat so to speak and then matt joyce what of matt joyce i mean here's a guy that 2011 everyone thinks he's going to be a perennial all-star and he just has a terrible season last year um is he worth an investment i i I can't tell you because that's kind of all i know about him that he was terrible last year and i every time i saw him he looked terrible and i don't (laughs) don't remember him from really that much for when he did look like this perennial all-star although i mean he was i mean people were talking about him that way all the time And, and we have that you and i both we don't watch the left coast american league teams as much right which is probably why we're starting with them right <laughs> just get this out of the way um they have a solid center fielder though oh yeah oh they yeah he he's he's I, i've heard of him <laughs> um now for their pitching staff um 
they they brought in Latos and he's a free agent. Would you right. sign him back based on what they got out of him at the end of the year? No. Uh, they, well, depending on what their need is, but I think uh, I think Latos is could possibly end up with another team in the division. He, uh, but he's I, I I mean he was so bad before he went to the Angels. You yeah. Know, when uh, that. But his bounce back with the Angels is going to probably bring him more money than most people want to gamble on. Um, this is just one of those questions that uh, it's going to be interesting to see what Epler does, to see what type of GM he is. Because True. he is coming into an organization that spends money. They just have spent it all. Uh, <laughs> the uh, I mean, it'll be interesting. Yeah. You say they won't uh, approach the, the luxury tax now. No, they'll approach it. They'll but they're just not willing to go over. Go over it, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they have, you know, I mean, their their rotation, looking at it here, their top three, you got Richards, you got Wilson, you got Weaver. On paper, that's a great, you know. Some years. Some years, <laughs> yeah. Do you, what What do you think of, of C.J. Wilson? I mean, that's a big contract sitting there. Yeah, it is. Uh, but, and it, it being left-handed also is, uh, adds to that uh, contract. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has not been consistent enough for me to warrant the contract. Yeah, you know, he's been up and down, and so yeah. Well, as far as um, they've had injury problems with their pitching staff. I mean, not cataclysmic injury part, you know, but guys are out like a month or something all the time, and that's that kills them. Yeah. Well, I mean, now looking over at the big the big names, I mean, what about a, a Ben Zobrist? coming in to, to be part of that infield. I mean, he's a utility guy, and they're going to u- lose freeze. Uh, uh, Ibar at short is pretty good. What do you think of uh, Gia Vitella over at second base? Uh, they got to live with him. I don't, they don't have the money to spend. If they get if they pick up a Zobris, they got to get rid of somebody else. they got to fill in too many holes. they got too many free agent holes to, to fill with $20 million. They're mm-hmm. not going to be able to put uh, – 11 into one player they yeah. don't have that kind of money to yeah. throw around i mean but i mean they could if they get rid of some contracts you know that they're going to have to do that before they bring somebody in that's a lot yeah those things aren't done as much anymore yeah um if they if you had to pick somebody on that team that like a starter not talking prospects that is tradable um and you could see getting traded who would that person be weaver weaver Good call. I would I mean, say the same. Yeah. As much as uh, they need pitching, uh, they could get something in return. You know, he has. I don't know. And, I mean, he's people aren't going to shy away from him that much. I think he's a possible trade. Yeah. All right. Now for the wild card of all wild cards, and I just put down a question mark when compiling my notes for the Oakland Athletics. <laughs> all right. The A's. Uh, I'm pretty much like every A's fan. Uh, are you an A's fan? No, no, no. But I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, the, uh, you know, everybody knows what an awful trade the Donaldson trade was. Historically I mean, so. Yes. Historically I mean, so at this point. Right. For the uh, man who's the centerpiece of a, a book about being a baseball guru and making the smart moves. That is historically awful. Trading Tim Hudson wasn't real sharp either. There, uh, there you yeah. go. <laughs> but it, I mean, and there are other. But that trade was so bad; it 
has overshadowed some of the other awful trades that he's made yeah. uh, recently. Trading for Samarja and giving up Addison Russell, that was a disaster. Addison Russell is, you know, he's a rising star. And Samarja is where? Um, <laughs> the, uh, you know, Considered a big free agent now. And, uh, yes, Samarja, but, but. Uh, I don't see him going to the A's. Uh, the A's, a small market team, and they are the you know the uh, prototype of well, or I don't say prototype, but they they small claim budget. to be uh, you know yes, they are a small budget team. You have to have players that are of significant ability that are under club control for several years. They have to be young. That's the only way they can survive. Well, uh, they got two players like that. <laughs> And yeah, I mean, but Donaldson was certainly one of those players. That's a centerpiece player that, with five years of control, I mean, my goodness, how could they have done that? But the uh, their main, they have one giant piece, uh, and Sonny Gray, and the uh, in in terms, uh, I'll tell you who right now. My big prediction for the A's is I think Bartolo Colon is going to uh, end up there next year. That is a it, big prediction. Yes. <laughs> uh, the, <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'll be here all week. Yes. Uh, I mean, they could be, uh, Latos could end up there. Uh, Fister could end up there. Uh, Trevor Cahill. They, I mean, they, they could go after some kind of uh, lower-valued uh, free agent, uh, you know, a one- or two-year deal. But a just a wild-card thing. I think it's possible since Billy Bean has said he doesn't see trading Sonny Gray. He doesn't see how that would be a good thing, that they have to remain competitive. He says that right before he trades every big star he has. He said it a week before he got rid of Donaldson. Yeah. Um, the uh, Now, what would, be, what would he want? A bunch of pitchers, young pitchers in return. Oh, oh! I like I like what you just said right there. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I know some great real estate agents here in Atlanta. I've had Sunny Gray. Listen, <laughs> if this offer comes up, I want you to look into it. Drinks are on us when you yeah. <laughs> when you get to Hartsfield. Um, this team that would be the greatest thing in the in the off season. Yeah, and hey, you know he worked Tim Hudson over our way too. Yeah. So. I like I like this Sunny Gray to the Braves. Um, looking at the uh, the depth chart, <laughs> such as it is, um, Coco Crisp <laughs> looking for the comeback year at thirty six. Yeah, uh, hey, you know Burns out in center. That guy gets on base, so there's yeah. that. Um, and then Sam Fold, he's good defense. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah I mean, look, they're, they're players. Uh, you got to give Bean credit. Uh, they always look like they're going to be awful. And they're always better than awful. Yeah. Well, speaking of bullpen, because again, they're 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 so into the money ball concept of a bullpen. But a full season out of Doolittle, um, you know, let's say Sonny Gray is still there. Although now I'm really hoping not. I wish you hadn't said that because I'm gonna be thinking about that all off season. But you know, if they get some pitching that just gets them into those later innings, I mean, you know, Doolittle is legit. And they do have, yeah. you know, uh, this uh, catcher whose name I always mispronounce, so forgive me in advance, but Vocht. Yeah. Um, that, not quite the revelation, but he was really solid and a fan favorite. And, uh, 
you know, as our good friend of the show, Kate Fratar, long-suffering A's fan at this point, which you're always somewhere between ecstasy and complete suffering as an Oakland A's fan. Um, you know, sh- the, the, the crowds there in Oakland love goofy players, and it almost seems like, you know, they could be whatever, 68 and 94 like they were last year. But if they've got good character out there, hey, it's a good time at the right. ballpark. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I just, I still just have a giant question mark because if you look at the players they gave away, they filled out half of the postseason roster. I know. I mean, it is, you know. um, Billy Bean must be smarter than I am. <laughs> that is really questionable. All right, so now to Seattle. This team I predicted was going to have 100 wins and World Series championship. I think I did too, didn't I? You did. We both picked them to be World Series champions, and you had Taewon Walker as their (laughs) Cy Young. Both of those things didn't exactly work out. No, they didn't. But they now have a new GM. Uh, They have a new manager. Uh, Looking, they, They opened the hot stove season this year. They had a six player trade with Tampa. Day after the World Series is over, uh, got rid of Brad Miller and Logan Morrison, two of their key infield components, um, and then they bring back a. Uh, I don't know if Logan Morrison was a key infield component. He's only there one year too. Yeah, so. key in in that he was there and an yeah. everyday player right, for the right. most part. Okay, yeah, so significant player, significant player. So um, we'll, we'll take it from there. What do you What do you make of Seattle and their needs in this off season? All right. Um, the all right. Depoto is you know, he was with the Angels for so long, and uh, even though the owner there had a lot to do with bringing Pujols and and Hamilton there, uh, Depoto signed a lot of significant free agents. Uh, the um, and is somebody that is not afraid to pull that kind of lever. Uh, Seattle has money to spend, but they have a situation where uh, they have the eleventh pick in the uh, free agent. I mean, in the draft, and the they lost the coin flip with the White Sox, uh, and so they if they draft anybody that's been offered a qualifying offer, they lose that eleventh pick, and that is really significant. You're talking about the eleventh. Right. Uh, best amateur player in the country, and sure. uh, the you're going to have to sign somebody significant to your team. Now they have done this. I mean, Robinson Cano and the Nelson Cruises and stuff like this, and sure. giving up draft picks. Uh, but the, right now, I don't know if that fits their needs as much as putting the money into lower range uh, free agents, uh, ones that were not offered qualifying offers i think uh iwakamu is that a or iwakamu iwakuma iwakuma yeah uh, he will i mean he they offered him a qualifying uh, offer but and i think he'll sign back with them you know you, they don't lose anybody for that obviously no um i think they're going to acquire a center fielder they need a regular center fielder and they could sign a denard span for instance uh and who has not been um he wouldn't cost them a uh, you know, a free agent. Uh, I think it's also very likely that Jackie Brantley could end up there from the Red Sox. Uh, the um, that's but, interesting. However, if they're I, and I, I'm not 
I, I don't. Uh, I mean, they need a first baseman, uh, Pedro Alvarez, this sort of thing. You know, they, they may. However, what I think they could make a big splash, and I don't know how they'll do this. I don't know how they will uh, finagle it because I, I know they don't want to lose that eleventh pick. But I could see Chris Davis going there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I mean, of a of a big pick. I mean that he fits into their lineup and their need. They need somebody who hits home runs anywhere. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, they've tried to. They kind of tried to do that getting Trumbo, and so uh, now uh, now there's uh, somewhat of a logjam at at the DH spot. So right. where do you put where do you put Crash Davis in that in that infield? I get rid of Trumbo. <laughs> Call yeah. is that easier said than done? Though. Yeah, I know. I know. I mean, and then I, also I'm, I'm you're losing saying, out on the 11th saying, pick by that move. Well, well I, as I said, I don't see them doing any uh, anything uh, a sign of a significant free agent, like or one that was offered a qualifying offer. Uh, but if they did, I, you know, they're going to. I would see them going after Davis before a Justin Upton, you know. Or yeah. Well, what about? And this is uh, someone that I guess could fit in a couple of teams uh, in this division. Well. Dexter Fowler, right? Uh, and, and play that's solid po- defense. You know, big park for him. That's possible. Uh, I, re- I just don't see him leaving Chicago. Home, yeah, right yeah. now that'll be fun when we get to the NL Central because, yeah. good lord, the Cubs. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then looking at well, what a, Justin Upton though? I mean, there you go as well. I mean. Do you believe in Seth Smith in left field? No. <laughs> Do you yeah. put a lot of faith in that? So no. would you add left field as maybe a spot they need to upgrade as well? And suddenly we're talking about a lot of areas. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, yeah, they're, their outfield is weak. Uh, there's no getting around it. Uh, yeah. I mean, and that could be a place where Chris Davis ends up. My goodness, it would be ugly. But uh, (laughs) I I saw Ryan Klesko play the outfield for a long time. I saw Rico Cardi play the outfield for a long time. (laughs) Big boy. (laughs) Um, So Jeff Burroughs play left field for a long time. Well, let's... Yeah, there there are a lot of good examples for yeah. for uh, you know. I mean, Manny Ramirez played left field. Yeah, yeah. So there's that. Um, this eleventh pick, the Mariners, they have been criticized routinely for just complete inability to develop talent. Um, I think they really have to move on from uh, Zanino, the catcher, and then that brings up the question of catcher. If you've got that eleventh pick. This new GM, he's got to really nail this and and set the tone that they can develop talent again. Um, would you agree to that, or would you agree that uh, no, he's to not, that criticism of 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 the Mariners? No, uh, I don't because I think Depoto is a proven commodity. Most of the new GMs are all these young guys that have to go out and make a splash and everything. Depoto is. Uh, old school coming in, no, uh, you know he doesn't have to make a big splash. Okay, so if if as it seems they hold on to the eleventh pick, don't make any big moves that cost them that draft pick. Right. Um, who are you taking? What what position are you taking first? Or you just go with the best? Oh, best for, whoever's uh, out there. Yeah, they're going to go with the best. I mean, uh, prospect out there. I I think they're still going to make. Uh, see, they could sign a bunch of free agents that were not offered qualifying offers. I, I really do think Denard Spann is going to end up there. Uh, the, uh, not that, you know, he's, you know, he's not Mike Trout, but he's uh, a solid ball player. 
uh, gets on base a lot. They need a leadoff hitter. I mean, you know, I, I think uh, they'll be an interesting team to watch. They have a new GM. All these teams with new GMs. Yeah, and they do have a solid uh, shortstop uh, on the rise and uh, right. uh, Kettle Marte. Right. Um, I look at the catcher position, given that you know they were the the, the organization was holding out for Zanino to be what they were hoping for. Um, Matt Weeders is out there on the free agent Costing market. too much. Yeah. I mean, and they're another uh, team that hasn't been real fond of signing Boris agents. Yeah. Yeah. They can know, you know, they do like signing yeah. Jay-Z agents though, or yes. clients. All right. So now, last but certainly not least, the Texas Rangers. Uh, you know, they made their biggest move <laughs> mid-season yeah. or yeah, at the trade sorry. deadline. And, and because of that, they're financially strapped. They are. Yeah. Uh, they can't get. I I see them, uh, the bringing in uh, free agents that are on the team. You know, uh, Gallardo and uh, Colby Lewis, uh, Napoli. They might you know yeah. re-sign these guys. Uh, I think if they're going to make a big splash, and I think this is very possible, that they could trade Profar to the Yankees. Really? Yes, that's. I mean, the Yankees—they still want a shortstop of the future. You know, people are. Uh, the Rangers have not handled Profar well, switching around in positions and stuff like this. Yeah, uh, and he is a significant talent. Uh, didn't play like that last year, but he could still command a lot in return. Mm-hmm. And uh, the. Uh, one of the things the Yankees they they've got some bullpen that they can add to a trade, uh, and the Rangers are in dire need of a bullpen. Yeah, as as painfully evident yeah, in the yes. postseason. Right. Yeah, I mean in the bullpen, their their big free agent from their bullpen roster is um, Altendorf, um, and is, we think what of that? Does that register on the Richter scale at all? No, no. Um, if say Gallardo or and or Colby Lewis go elsewhere, um, they're going to have to replace him. But they're going to have to replace him. I mean, uh, with Gallardo, they're going to have to go find a number five, you know, somewhere uh, or a number four. They may be able to do it uh, from their farm system, but I don't see it right now. Yeah, and then of course a healthy U Darvish. I mean, that's oh, that well, that's the big thing. I mean, yeah, uh, they have a that negates the need to make. They have a tremendous one-two punch. Uh, You know, I mean, this is uh, Darvish and uh, Hamels is, you know, right there with Kershaw and Grinke. We're talking, you know, a dominating one-two punch. If Darvish can just stay healthy, you know, he's no-hitter alert every time he goes out there. Um, When you look at the list of the big free agents, um, would you you see a, 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 a scenario where... They open up and go get a Cueto, uh, a Samarja, a Zimmerman, even to to you know let of, of those. By the way, I would rather have Zimmerman than Cueto or uh, Samarja. Yeah. After this last year, I think you know, I I I think when the Royals made the trade for Cueto, that I think they really entertained the thoughts of signing him in this offseason. Uh, they now no longer want to do that. And I think uh, he was so up and down this year that uh, I just don't see him being a top-of-the-line free agent now. 
Yeah. Somebody's going to sign it, though, to a bunch of big bucks. Well, know? yeah, obviously. But there's also, just for the, as far as the Rangers are concerned, there's also Mike Leak. There's yeah, a name yeah, out there, yeah. you know, but you think Leak would command too much for what their financial situation is or yes, dictates I, right yeah, now? Yeah, probably. But, I mean, you know, they can get rid of contracts and stuff. But, you know, so, I mean, yeah. anybody can sign somebody, but. Yeah. Now, in their outfield, the Shields, he's solid. Uh, yeah. You got Sincho Chu in right. Josh Hamilton leads the depth chart out and left. So that's probably not the best thing in the world. Would well, they see, entertain a Justin Upton, home run hitter, home run park? They can't sign Justin Upton. They can't sign a big-time free agent. They they have You're less, sticking to that. Yeah, they're less than, the, the, than any of these teams. They are probably the most financially strapped team in the AL West. Yeah. Or, or at least, I mean, uh, the Angels are like 20-some million – uh, under the uh, fr- away from Threshold, the luxury tax, the tax. Yeah, uh, the Rangers though are like like four thousand away from what their salary limits are, from what <laughs> they are allowed to spend. Mm. Uh, that now their ownership could boost it, but that stuff doesn't happen much. Yeah. However, their ownership, because of their performance down the stretch, may exactly. put a little bit more money into it. Yeah, I mean, there's no. Uh, there's no ceiling on uh, when you take advantage of goodwill, I think, um, especially in considering the years that they've had uh, recently. Um, Houston, of course, same. We talked about them first, and that's the first thing I mentioned is that you got to take advantage of the goodwill. Uh, and I think they will. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so, but. All right. So um, when you look at the AOS, just top to bottom, and then go ahead and make a prediction for next year. Um, who do you think will be most improved and least improved, and who wins that division next year? Or maybe I should ask first off, who makes the most biggest splash? I guess. Well, if the A's trade, you know, Sunny Gray, they make <laughs> the biggest splash. Uh, but uh, period. Uh, now, if the A's don't trade uh, Sunny Gray. I see the Astros probably making the biggest splash of any of these teams. They are in a position to do so and a desire to do so. Yeah, the Astros are the most up and up uh, of the teams I see. L.A. is just weighed down by these albatross contracts. Texas kind of the same ballpark. Seattle, I don't know. Um, But as you said, that that GM, DePoto, is going to set a whole different tone. So. So they need a first baseman. They need a lot of players. Yeah, a lot yeah. of these guys need a lot of players. Yeah, know. You know, Houston above all is going to make probably the biggest splash. But they also look the most solid. They've gone basement to penthouse in a right. record time. So they're in the basement though for a record time. Too, that's so. true. They set a record while in the basement. There you go. Um, all right, and so in 2016, who do you think wins the division? The Oakland A's with a staff headed by Mike Fultonavich, <laughs> Dookie Toussaint, and uh, Julio Tehran. Uh, the uh, I that would be a lot. That uh, would be too much. Um, the um, oh gosh, I mean, I if I had to say so right now, it'd be the Astros. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I'm not willing to make my 
predictions for next yeah. year. Yeah, <laughs> this early into the uh, yeah, let's see the, what let's happens. See what happens I mean, after win- I mean, more than a week. Uh, the winter meetings are two days old. Yeah, so. that's true. That's true. Um, the Hall of Fame ballot came out. Uh, maybe the most significant thing for Seattle this offseason is will Ken Griffey be a, the first unanimous entrant into the Hall of Fame? Um, do you think that the, Ken Griffey Jr. will be unanimous? No. <laughs> You don't even play the game well with that question. <laughs> no, there's never been a unanimous player. Uh, and Ken Griffey Jr. is one of the greatest players of all time. Was he Babe Ruth? No. Was Babe Ruth unanimous? No. Was Ty Cobb unanimous? No. Was Mickey Mantle, Joe DiMaggio, Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, Satchel Paige, <laughs> Walter Johnson, <laughs> Koufax? Greg no. Maddox? Yeah. There wasn't, you know, no. So, I mean, there are people that think you, that vote, that believe you shouldn't go in on the first ballot if these other people did. And as long as they are allowed to do the voting, which it is their organization. So, I mean, they get to choose who does the voting. You can't deny that. There's not going to be a, a, a unanimous choice. Sure. I do think he's going to be a first ballot. I think he's oh, yeah. going to have a tremendous percentage of votes getting in and well-deserving and everything else, but I don't think he'll get in. Understood. I, I, I'm i on the same page. And actually, something I heard last year uh, that I hadn't considered before, that there are those writers out there who save their vote for somebody who doesn't get the support. So they oh, think yeah, in yeah. terms of, oh, yeah. you know, I don't need to vote for Randy Johnson because he's obviously going to get in. Sure. So they take that vote and place it elsewhere. More questionable, though, is Trevor Hoffman. Do you think he's a first ballot Hall of Famer? Uh, relievers have had such a hard time. When you look at how long it took Goose Gossage to get in, yeah, uh, and Suter and uh, some of these guys. I mean, there are only five relievers in the uh, Hall of Fame, and one of them, Wilhelm, was kind of both. Yeah. Uh, so, I uh, Eckersley too. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. well, I guess you could. Say, I mean, Smoltz. I mean, I, I'm not counting him <laughs> as a reliever. Yeah, uh, but, reliever first. There's only uh, what four. Or five. Eckersley, Wilhelm. Gossage, Suter, and Fingers are your uh, the bullpen. Uh, Rivera will be a first ballot, absolutely. Uh, but uh, Trevor Hoffman should be in my mind, but I'm I'm not so certain. There's such a bias against relievers. Yeah, in the DH. So so that, which will get more interesting because we're in the, an era of DH. Yeah, you know when when Poppy comes up, of course his PED stuff may keep him out, but. I don't know. He's going to be really interesting. Yeah, he will be. Well, all right. Well, thank you to uh, everyone, as always, who's uh, checking us out on our website, runningthebases.com. And thank you to SoundCloud. You know, we're up to 60 episodes almost. um, And without SoundCloud, we wouldn't be here. There's a a lot of thanks to SoundCloud. So you can always download these podcasts on SoundCloud, uh, soundcloud.com slash runningthebases, and, of course, on the lovely iTunes store. So for Coach Bounds, I'm Tucker Wells. First week of hot stove season in the books. We're coming into home and we're safe. Have a good night, Coach. Good night.